Well, all right, let's go. Let's jump in. Tuesday, May 17th, 2022. Hello, friends. How are you? Welcome back. It's First Thing with Kevin Mano. On this date in history, 22 years ago, today in the year 2000, the final episode of 90210 aired. Uh, and 122 years ago, in 1900, The Wonderful Wizard of Oz was first published. It was a novel written by Frank L. Baum 39 years before the movie was released. We're off to see the wizard, the wonderful wizard of Oz. we go let's jump in if you're new here uh, it's just like a rundown of headlines from uh, from across the board we always start with the top stories let's start with a couple updates out of ukraine this morning back to that steel plant in mariupol that i've been talking about hundreds of people were evacuated from the plant yesterday as the ukrainian military made the decision to end their mission to defend the plant they said that the priority now is to save lives and they are pledging to rescue the remaining troops in the big picture of the war this would be considered a defeat for ukraine there is no word on how many troops remain in the plant. Over in Russia, McDonald's has made the decision to officially get themselves up and out. They temporarily shut down more than 800 restaurants when the invasion of Ukraine began. And now, after 32 years in the country, they are packing it up. On to some sports headlines. One of the stories that broke yesterday involves Cleveland Cavaliers star Rajon Rondo. TMZ Sports reported yesterday that his former partner filed an emergency protective order after he allegedly pulled a gun on her and threatened her life, all in the presence of their two children. He has not been arrested, nor is he charged with anything as of now. A statement from the NBA says, quote, We are aware of the report and are in the process of gathering more information. He has been ordered to temporarily stay at least 500 feet away from Ashley and the kids and turn over his firearms to the court. Elsewhere in the NBA, the conference finals get started tonight. The Heat and the Celtics going at it tomorrow night. The Mavericks and the Warriors will face off. And Logan Paul is going to face Floyd Mayweather again, but this time it's going to be in court. He's claiming he still owes him millions for their fight back in 2021. We don't know how much, but he said, quote, he has not paid me in full. That is a fact, short a few mil. To some entertainment headlines. Now, before we get too far away from sports, this one is going to bridge the gap between sports and entertainment. Sports Illustrated revealed their four covers for their brand new swimsuit issue, and one of them went to Kim Kardashian. Singer Sierra is on the cover of one of them. A model named Yumi New also grabbed a cover, and 74-year-old May Musk made history as the oldest of their cover girls. Oldest ever. Who is May Musk, you ask? Well, that's Elon Musk's mom. I've got her cover. If you want to see her up in our Instagram stories right now, at First Thing Pod on Instagram. I haven't talked too much about the Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial. I think a lot of that is just too personal, uh, but I am sharing some of the big updates, and this I felt I had to share. Amber Heard was on the stand yesterday, and she denied the allegations that she pooped on the bed. Instead, she blamed it on Johnny Depp's tiny little dog. She said he ate some marijuana, and then he pooped on the bed. That doesn't really seem any better to me. I, I don't know. Uh, in relationship news, Valerie Bertinelli has filed for divorce from her husband, Tom Vitale, six months after filing for legal separation. The two of them were married for 10 years and cited irreconcilable differences. And a good friend of Valerie's, Rachel Ray, is in the news. She was just in Ukraine. She was there to help distribute first aid kits and get other supplies to displaced families. She was working with an organization called Ukraine Friends. Uh, the Rachel Ray Foundation donated 1,000 critical first aid kits to the front lines of eastern Ukraine. 
and the Webby Awards were handed out last night. They are awarded annually for excellence on the internet. Drew Barrymore received the Webby Special Achievement Award. Adam Scott won the Best Actor Award for the show Severance. I'll stamp my name on that one. I love that show. Megan Thee Stallion won the award for Webby Artist of the Year, and Laverne Cox was honored as Advocate of the Year for her LGBTQ advocacy work. On to movie and TV news now. Some news came out yesterday about the movie Rust. Uh, I gotta say I wasn't expecting this. This is the film that was being made when cinematographer Helena Hutchins was accidentally shot and killed when a gun in the hand of Alec Baldwin went off. Just an absolute tragedy. I had just assumed that production was shut down and the movie was scrapped, but no. One of the producers said that as soon as the Santa Fe Sheriff completes their investigation, production will continue. Lots of backlash online when this news came out. People are calling that decision disrespectful and accusing them of attempting to make money off of a tragedy. Alec Baldwin has not yet commented. Uh, Pixar just unveiled some info about their next movie. As a dad of two young kids, I love this news. Their movies are always great. It's going to be called Elemental, and it's going to be out in June of 2023. Mike Tyson is going to be back on the big screen. He just joined the cast of Sean Penn's upcoming movie called Black Flies. It's a paramedic thriller. Uh, can you imagine if Mike Tyson was one of your paramedics? You, the ambulance shows up and he jumps out. Uh, On to a few TV headlines. I've got something for you Bridgerton fans out there. It's been revealed that season three is going to focus on Colin and Penelope. I guess this is a departure from the books, but they wanted the third season to focus on a third son. Uh, in other Netflix news, season six of Black Mirror is happening. That's one of our favorite shows over here in the Mano household. The kid, not the kids, just Allie and I. Uh, if you don't watch it, man, give it a give it a shot. You just got to get past that first episode, the subject matter of episode one. It's a, it's about a pig. It turns a lot of people off, but every episode of the show tells a different story, and there's some real gems out there. Season six is officially on the way. I'm excited. On uh, the third season of the show, Big Sky will be on ABC in the fall, and Reba McIntyre is going to be a part of it. She's joining the cast as a character named Sunny Brick. <laughs> What is on TV today and tonight? Comedian Cat Williams has a new stand-up special on Netflix. It's out today. Netflix also has the second season premiere of The Future Diary. It's out now. A couple season finales tonight. The fifth season of The Resident comes to an end on Fox, as well as the second and final season of Ted Danson's show Mr. Mayor on NBC. That one ends tonight. The 23rd season premiere of Little People Big World is on TLC tonight. That's a lot of seasons. Name that tune, This Is Us, and New Amsterdam are all on tonight as well. All right. Okay, getting into music now. Uh, baseball season has been back for a little bit now, and I've been waiting patiently for one of these videos. Here it is. Steve Aoki, a very famous DJ and producer. He just threw out the first pitch before the Red Sox game, and what? Uh, what is this? It, the ball went 100 feet in the air somehow and landed in like the fifth row behind the catcher. I don't even know how it's possible, but I love it. I have that video in our Instagram stories right now, at First Thing Pod, if you want to see it. Uh, one of the three men responsible for selling Mac Miller, the fentanyl that contributed to his overdose, was just sentenced to 17 and a half years in prison. Uh, in country news, Carrie Underwood just announced a 43-day tour, the Denim and Rhinestones tour. It's going to get started in October with Jimmy Allen opening for her. And finally, Winona Judd is still going to do the tour that she and her mom, Naomi, had planned. She said it's going to be a tribute to her mom. She's keeping the same dates and everything. Martina McBride is going to join her. I'm sure those will be very emotional shows. All right, all right.
quite some additional headlines now before we part ways for the day. We're finding out more about the gunman in that mass shooting in Buffalo over the weekend. And according to diary entries that it appears he posted online, it seems he had been planning this for months. He was writing back in November about staging and live streaming an attack. He even made that long drive back in March to scout the store. We found out that he was kicked out of the store the night before committing the deadly hate crime. And police also say that if he had gotten away from that grocery store following the attack, he was planning further violence. Again, 10 people lost their lives in that shooting on Saturday. In other bad news, according to the CDC, the U.S. death toll from COVID hit 1 million yesterday. That's an unbelievable number. It is apparently uh, as if Boston and Pittsburgh were wiped out. That's how many people we have lost since this began, not even two and a half years ago. Uh, this one just came out. It's, it's honestly kind of a great story and a public service announcement for anyone that might find themselves in trouble. A KFC employee is being called a hero after receiving a note from a customer begging for help. The employee called the police, and thanks to the employee's description, police were able to make contact with this woman and her alleged kidnapper. He ran and was eventually caught. He is a 23-year-old man named Diego, and he's being charged with evading arrest and kidnapping. This is all thanks to that note, that KFC employee taking it seriously. Uh, I have an update on that fellow that landed that plane last week. Darren Harrison is the man's name, and he uh, he just spoke with Today about it. If you don't remember the details, the pilot had a medical issue mid-flight and just passed out. The plane was in a nosedive when Darren jumped in and, thanks to air traffic control, landed the plane safely. It was incredible. He said, quote, I was pretty calm and collected the whole time because I knew it was a life-or-death situation. I was just looking, going, I can't die today. Brittany's pregnant. I've got a baby on the way. Not today. Today is not my day. Yeah, his wife Brittany is pregnant, and that is what kept him so focused on living. It's uh, it's really incredible. And we also found out he did the whole thing barefoot. I know he's a hero, but barefoot on a plane? No, thank you. I'm going to let it slide just this once, but no. Uh, according to a new poll, more Americans use TV and movies to de-stress than any other relaxation method. 55% of us watch TV as a self-soothing technique for relieving anxiety and stress. 42% said they relax by taking a bath and 33% do yoga. My wife and I are definitely in the TV group. We always try to find time at the end of a long day to sit and at least watch a little bit of something. But it's funny that it's considered de-stressing because it's always the most stressful show. Self-soothing with a handmaid's tale. Uh, based on the latest data, the average American gets 26 scam calls a week and 11 unsolicited texts. 91% of people say they no longer answer calls from unknown numbers. Same. A couple bits of food news here in honor of the upcoming fourth season of Stranger Things. Domino's has unveiled a new, quote, mind ordering app. It has facial recognition technology that tracks your expressions. You order your pizza by making certain faces and moving your head around. So you're using your powers like Eleven to place your order. And I like this one. Engineering students at Johns Hopkins University have created a product they call Tasty Tape. It's edible tape to keep your burrito closed while you're eating it. Give them the Nobel Peace Prize right now. All right. I always end the show with a, uh, a positive story. And there's a lot of bummer news going around right now. There is. So I, I just want to end with something to make you smile. Nothing too heavy today. Actually, he probably is pretty heavy. But uh, let's, let's take a second to congratulate Zeus. He is a two-year-old Great Dane that lives near Dallas. And he is now officially the world's tallest dog. Everything's bigger in Texas. He's three feet, 5.18 inches tall. And according to Guinness World Records, Zeus loves walking with his human brother and sleeping by his window in his chair. 
Uh, I have some pretty fantastic pictures of this enormous dog in our Instagram stories right now at First Thing Pod. And again, just designed to make you smile. It made me smile, uh, and I thought I would share it at First Thing Pod on Instagram to see Zeus. He's huge. He's awesome. The show is over now. The show is over now. Well, thank you so much for listening. That's it. I'm back tomorrow with a brand new rundown. Uh, real quick before I go, some thank yous uh, to people that shared the show on Instagram, the ones I saw at least. Allie, I don't know her last name, but she is Live laugh run on instagram thank you an apparel company called last stand hats they shared the show and said some really nice things and they seem to make some pretty uh pretty rad hats and cicely lizzo redmond thank you so much i appreciate you all the show seems to be doing well i mean we're still climbing the uh the apple podcast charts and I, i'm doing it completely on my own for now no big company behind me and uh it's moving forward thanks to folks like you that help spread the word and if you do tag the show in your instagram stories but you're private i am unfortunately not going to see that I'm, I'm sorry i'm not ignoring you if that's the case i just i can't see it so i'm back tomorrow first thing with the brand new rundown of everything that happens between now and then gets y'all you know caught up informed as you start your day until then have a great one have a fantastic tuesday talk to you soon please tell your friends about this show 